Are we recording? I don't know. I think so. Think so. Think so. All right. What up, folks? We are officially finally doing the Hades review. I'm solo. I'm Reggie. And this is predominantly going to be Reggie's show because <laughs> though I enjoyed the game and recommended it to him. I no longer feel like between us two, I'm the one, the one allowed to talk about it. So beyond that, I am now going to be quiet and say the game came out from Super Giant Games, which was a studio founded in 2009. And they were best known before for a game called Bastion and a few other smaller ones. But beyond that, now, Reggie, are you ready to talk some Hades? I can talk about Hades forever at this point. <laughs> All right, so now let's get into part one. What is the main premise of the game? So you basically start out without giving too much away. You start out as Zagreus, the prince of the dead, son of Hades. And he's just sick and tired of Hades shit, honestly. He just wants to get out of the underworld. That's basically the premise that you start with is like, there's really not much. You're just the prince of the underworld and you're trying to get out. You're done with it. And the best part about it is like, he's relatable. You're just like, hell yeah. He's like a young teenager who's just trying to get out of home. I just moved out. So like, I feel that. Exactly. <laughs> and, I can... Oh yeah. And um, just, you start off with so little, but the beautiful thing about this game as like, we'll get to, as we talk about it more is that like, no matter how many times you go through this game, more and more of the story is still like slowly revealing itself through actual story, dialogue, character interactions. It's it's so beyond deep that it it deserves all the praises that it's been getting. Especially for someone like myself who beat the game once and has had trouble beating it. In subsequent attempts, we will get to what effect that actually has on learning the actual story. But so Let's now move in number two here, gameplay. And so we're going to talk about it from combat aesthetics and story. So story, which we just covered a little bit on is, I guess, escaping from hell. But beyond that, how does it function within the, uh, the Greek mythology that it sets up? How do the characters work? Where are they at? What are they doing? So the way the game works itself is surrounded by this they call them boons. It's the boon system, we'll call it. Um, being a rogue, a roguelike game, you start off with a very bare set of skills. Um, there are permanent skills that you could permanently upgrade through like the mirror of the night, um, which you get meta currencies throughout the game as you play through each time that will slowly help you build up these permanent buffs. Um, but the main thing you're gonna be playing with is the boons from the gods. And that's where they kind of come in as they come to assist you in your escape from hell, each time you clear a chamber, you'll be offered a reward. And it could be um, a boon from a god. It could be currency that can only be used in your run. It can be a meta currency. Um, so most of the time when you start out, one of the first things you'll get will be a boon from a god. And it'll give you three options to start off with. And they can power up your cast, your attack, your special attack, and a couple of more things that we don't have to go too deep into detail because they'll kind of come naturally as you play the game uh, and they won't make as much sense if I'm sitting here rambling off every boon that you can get. 
Exactly. Um, Just watch the video that's playing as we talk about this to be able to see visual examples of exactly what it's being spoken about. And then the main... That was fair, you having to to, to paint the picture. No one reads anyway. No one needs a narrative. But the other main power-up that we'll mention is um, the Daedalus Hammers, because those actually can change up the entire way you play. I, I think, personally... If you have the right two hammers, like those make up for having like having a low level boon, having one that you don't like as much. Like if you have a good hammer that's giving you a really good upgrade, you can be flying through the game. And that's kind of what I've learned as I've played more is like I'm gunning for hammers every time I have them. So in terms of the gameplay, right, it has what it has a classic arcade feel, but it feels a little quicker than that. And so. Speaking like to just the combat running. system, yeah, it, it definitively for the combat system, right? Is it smooth? Is it unique? How would you compare it to anything else that you've been playing? It's it's deeper than you would think. The farther you get into the game, you actually it's it's funny how little you start off with, and how most people are going to get their first win before they can see so many of the power-ups and abilities that they have. Like, I know there's some stuff that you haven't even, like, gotten glimpses of yet. I um, didn't even know I've only how done it to like, 10 weapons. wins. Yeah, see, that that took a while for me, too. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, for someone who beat the game before I knew how to even unlock the weapons, I was like, I don't know how this works. But now that you, you know, touched on some of your favorite aspects of the game, now let's talk about what happens once you beat it? Because you mentioned that slightly, and I mentioned it slightly as well as to what happens. Uh, because a lot of these games, uh, these whether they're rogues as you call them, uh, the repeat play is in simply the speed running, right? So if you're speed running Mario, Super Mario every time, or Donkey Kong, whatever the case is, Cuphead even, right? Nothing changes in each rendition of the gameplay nothing changes in yeah you're in the final in those cases, outcome. you're specifically trying to do the same thing over and over again so now explain to me how hades is unique uh in being differently repetitive if that makes sense and if it doesn't <laughs> explain it so it like they they really buck the trend in the sense that like there's only so much that, like you said, there's only so much that most games can do for you on replayability unless they're really built around it. And exactly. Hades is a game that's built around speed running and repeat plays as if it was just for speed running. But then all mm-hmm. the extra peripheral stuff is what makes it different. So like we said, there's so little story to start off with. You slowly as you interact with the gods, as you interact with Hades and all these other chthonic gods and creatures and all that, then you start kind of slowly parsing out the story more and more to the point where once you beat it for the first time, then Pause. some of the- Spoiler alert, people. If that you is haven't true. beaten it, stop listening. And if you have, continue. Thank as you for you were stopping saying, me. I got you, my friend. We know how the gamers are. All right, so now that you've beaten the game, continue. So yeah, once you beat the game for the first time, and at that point, you'd already started hearing about uh, Persephone, most likely. Um, Once you meet her for the first time, you realize you can't survive on the surface and you have to start going back. So automatically, the first time you meet the main goal 
you're stripped away from it within a minute or two. And Which, it feels, it's so unsatisfying and it drove mm-hmm. me so hard to see because he, he even says, I have so many questions for you. And I'm thinking, I want to hear not even her answers, just her questions. I want to, I want to hear what he has to say to her. And it, so there's already reason to go back for story development. Then aside from that, even if you didn't want to factor in the, the quote unquote main story, just the, the character interactions that you get with with the gods once you pick up their boons it completely like each god has such a great character they're so individual they interact so personally with zagreus like even through the limited capacity that they have it's amazing and the voice acting uh voice acting superb which i recently just found out zeus poseidon and hades and the narrator are all voiced by the same guy what is his name and how can we get him on the show yeah, we're gonna find them we'll do some voice research guy on that. we're gonna find you and we're going to get you on the show to talk about voices fuck it why not but <laughs> now going into that part that you were just saying that was super interesting to me because that is exactly where i was where after the first time you beat it it feels like like a thorough accomplishment that it's like all right i'm done with this right i could put down the controller and then to get that sort of singular piece of the story it did give me a little bit of flashback to how people used to complain how difficult Cuphead was because there's no difficulty setting on this game to actually get the story. You got to be good enough to beat it literally every single time. And there's also a funny moment uh, as you play where you like keep hitting the milestones of getting better and getting to like these different aspects of the levels. And you're like, oh wait, wow, I got to this this time. Like if you get to one of the bosses, like say the Hydra in the second one, like the first time you get there, you're like, whoa, I got to the second stage. Yep. And then by the last time you're like, all right, can we just get this over with and just sort of move the process along? So the yeah, well, now, the- now when I when I go back into a, a playthrough, I'm like, if I lost a single life by the time I get to like Theseus, then I'm pissed off. Yeah, seriously, I'm like, all right, this could be a wash because I don't have this at the moment. But yeah. it, 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 it's a, a shockingly well-developed um, product for a indie studio. Um, you know, they've done smaller things like that, but I I thought it, it is, it, there's a reason it's been considered one of the top games of the year uh, by everyone out, out of nowhere. How much do you think before we get to what your overall review of the game is going to be, which if you've been listening, listener or watcher, whichever version you say, I would say is pretty goddamn obvious. Uh, three out of 10, but uh, actually. <laughs> that That's for what we're talking point. about next week. <laughs> Big fact. The three, uh, the three, the price point being 20 to $25. It's been on sale a couple of times, more or less 20 bucks. How much of a driving factor was that in automatically purchasing it and does it after your enjoyment with Hades like this open you up to wanting to try out more indie games comparatively because the amount of joy you were able to take out of it versus like say a triple a yeah so i'll answer that first which is um i was never the biggest into roguelike games like that i don't know something about not having uh, definitive progress with my character specifically like we kind of talked about it with with uh goes to Tsushima like you're leveling up one specific item and 
you're carrying that throughout the game and it feels good because you're you're growing with that item but this this kind of changed my idea on that and like really made me think about how one simple premise could be so so different each time you play and i've now been seeing that dead cells which i never played before is getting a dlc um and now i'm suddenly thinking about playing dead cells for the first time interesting so the, i've heard good things about it yeah so have i honestly and then to get back to the price point again mentioning ghost tsushima this might be even though i named ghost number one for a game of the year for me this might be the game that's most worth your dollar yes Ooh, we should do that but best worth your dollar this goes fully into the game of the year conversation which is like yeah is, is this arguably game of the year based on maybe price per value or how much time you put in what everyone i don't I don't know. It's a tough one to argue, and the definition is inherently subjective well, to what you want as a. If individual. that's a metric, if that's a metric, other, 80s other than Breath of the Wild, in which case you're fucking wrong. <laughs> We're just gonna call it no. If Breath of the Wild two, I'm already disappointed in myself thinking about what the reward season is going to be. Beyond that, sticking on Hades, which are games that are actually good. Overall review of the game. We're gonna get our own review system going here eventually at <laughs> some point. Um. But out of a number letter system and a recommendation to buy system, what um, do you give? I'm gonna give it. I'll do. I'll do a letter because I feel like that's a little less uh, less critical mm. than numbers. I don't know why, but I'm gonna give it an A plus anyway. A plus, sweet. And uh, recommendation to buy: thumbs up, thumbs down. We're just gonna do that system. Two Easy. thumbs up. Two thumbs Easy. up. All right. I I'm gonna go A plus and two thumbs up. Same, I think, highly worth buying. Just super innovative. We've been trying to get someone from the show uh, or someone for, someone from the studio uh, or developers, anybody on the show to talk about it because we enjoyed it that much. But beyond that, that was, uh, that was it. That was our review of 80s. A little bit anticlimactic, but you'll have to- You already knew how good this game was. You have to wait till our next review of Hades to get the next part of it. <laughs> all right. Well, be, beyond that, that sort, sort of sort of answers it. Um, all right, Reggie. Last any last thoughts, questions, comments, bitter recriminations. Um, I will say, collect all the meta currency you can. Once you start playing this game, if you actually care at all about the story you will slowly start giving out those gifts and they completely change the way you see some of the interactions with these characters. They'll completely change. It's, it's huge. That actually makes me think that that is the first time I've heard the word meta currency, which I wanted to literally stop this and be like, Oh, that's a great word. I'm going to Rolodex that one, but that was it. Uh, remember we're called squad banter now. So the squad banter coming through. We'll be back in a couple of days. You know how it goes. Enjoy at People I Games, the handles for everything, and this and this YouTube channel now, finally. Fucking finally. Yeah. So shout out to you viewers. We'll be back. Peace. More contentious takes incoming. Incoming. Marcus Good. Peace. Peace.